Hello everyone. I would like to wish all Americans a happy 4th of July. I've got my flags, I've got my red lipstick on, and uh, I. this is gonna be kind of a different 4th of July because um, a lot of the uh, cities have canceled their 4th of July celebrations because of the coronavirus and a lot of people aren't gonna be able to celebrate in the ways they normally would, but we still have the same thing to celebrate. We have uh, independence from Great Britain to celebrate. And um, so many years ago, the United States was able to become independent from Great Britain. And you know, I was thinking about that and I was thinking about all the men and women who stood for their ideals and made enormous sacrifices for this new kingdom that would become the United States. Uh, you know, I think of the Founding Fathers and the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution. I think of all that this country has been and hopefully what it remains to be in the future. It has at times been called the greatest nation on earth. From this nation, missionaries have gone out all over the world to preach the gospel and humanitarian aid has gone out all over the world for years and years and years to millions and millions of people. I'm so thankful for this nation and the freedoms and privileges that and, and advances that we have. We are a very advanced country. And I'm so thankful that I live in the United States and I'm a citizen of the, this great country. But this country, like any other country, and our founding fathers and our constitution are not perfect and never will be perfect because we're all human. It's an earthly kingdom. And I've noticed over the last 10 or 20 years a glorification of our country to the point where in many Christian circles, the founding fathers, the constitution, the elected officials, and the country receive more attention and prayer and accolades than the Heavenly Father himself, the kingdom of God or, or the God-given mission of the church. I heard once uh, one person say that you could never disagree with the president because he's God's anointed, God's anointed person. Well, um, he's not God. <laughs> um, and this, of course, is nothing new in the scope of history. When Jesus came to the earth, the Jews were anticipating that their Messiah was going to be a political and a military hero who would make the nation of Israel free and restore its greatness. So this is a common thing that, uh, that uh, people feel and that religious people feel that their, their hero, their savior, their redeemer is going to be political and uh, a military hero. But see, uh, the church continues to make the same mistake today in many circles. And I've seen that in what occupies many Christians' prayers, their time, their social media posts, and even many uh, Christian ministries have left the preaching of the gospel to devote themselves to promoting politicians and political agendas. You know, we are on the mailing list of many, many ministries for, and have been for many years. And we've noticed over a period of time that many of these ministries have changed their uh, focus away from the gospel into uh, almost entirely into politics. I'm gonna, I, I, I saw this Facebook post written by a Nazarene pastor named Ben Creamer. 
And I'm just going to read part of it to you uh, for the sake of time. And it, it really touched my heart. And I want to read it to you. He said, someone asked me why I thought my generation was leaving the evangelical tradition. I started to write, then I started to break down. What started as an answer turned into a lament over my tradition, a tradition I love and cherish. I gave my life to Jesus when I was five and was later baptized into the church. I was called to be a pastor when I was seven years old. And even though I had several major crises of faith, I couldn't shake that call. From 2004 to 2012, I studied under and next to some of the greatest theological minds I'd ever have the privilege of meeting. This caused me to care more about being the church Christ called us to be than I'd ever care about a political party or about its ideologies. I was ordained as a pastor in 2016. I love my church, I love my tradition, and I am committed to my calling. But many of my friends have left. I really miss them. It's important to lament while why they left and hope and I hope to repent and learn from those ways so they and future generations may join us and stay. Here is my letter of re, of lament to evangelicals. This was not written to individuals, a particular generation, political party or denomination. This is just compiled laments from my generation about the tradition itself. May you read it in the humble spirit in which it was written. Evangelicalism, the way you taught my generation to live is sadly not what you've been living out. You taught us to pursue the kingdom of God first, yet you so often pursue America first. You taught us to proclaim Christ as Lord of all, but when it comes to talk of real power, all we hear you talking about is presidents. You taught us about purity and respect, yet you get mad at us when we call out political leaders for their unwholesome remarks. You taught us to spread the gospel, yet so much of what we hear from you is the spreading of political ideologies. You taught us to welcome the stranger as a friend and help those in need, yet you talk so disparagingly about immigrants, refugees, and those in need of welfare. You taught us that all life is sacred, yet talk as if it only applies to the unborn. We care about the unborn too, but we also care about all the other ways human life exists and is cared for. You told us relationship was the only way of the, go way of the gospel and that it had nothing to do with works or legalism. Yet we hear so much talk about working to get the right people in political power and to shape the legal system in favor of what we value. You taught us to worship God alone and see scripture as our primary authority, yet you act as though this country and its constitution is on the same level. Maybe there's less and less room for my generation in evangelicalism because there's more of a desire to be a Christian nation than there is to be a Christian church. We want to be the church more than anything. I hope that in reading that post, it will give us some perspective. 
I'm asking myself, and I want you to ask yourself, is my driving passion and prayer for my political party, my president, and my nation, or is my driving passion and prayer for the kingdom of God, my heavenly Father, and for the word of God, and for souls? If you're seeking first this earthly kingdom, you will be selling your destiny on this earth short, and you'll be more likely to use worldly methods to accomplish your goals, such as pride, lying, slander, anger, misinformation, name-calling, fear-mongering, belittling other people, posting memes and pictures on Facebook that are demeaning and ugly. When you die, the United States will no longer be an issue for you but the kingdom of God will. So store up treasure for yourself in, in heaven, in the eternal kingdom. Seek love and peace and truth. I encourage you to preach the gospel. Win the lost to Christ and be the church. Happy 4th.